Greetings and welcome to Old School Company. I am your host, Dr. Charles H. Clark Jr. You can just call me Dr. Clark. And the co-host along with me is none other than Robert the Cowboy Mitchell III. And from time to time, we'll both be here uh, tag teaming, going in and out, in and out, having little discussions on the human condition. And the human condition leads to a whole lot of different areas in in our daily living. And we want to give you something practical. We'll take the technical and break it down if necessary. We'll sometimes just have a little uh, a little comedy, make things a little light for you. But we'll do this every Wednesday on Old School Company. We'll take you back some of the things you've even forgotten about, and we'll bring those back to your remembrance as well. Today we want to talk about social-emotional learning. Social emotional learning, and there are some components concerning social emotional learning, and those components are self awareness, self management, social awareness, relationship skills, and responsible decision making. What I'm going to do today is start off with the self awareness, one of those components, and not necessarily any particular order. But for the sake of keeping things organized for you, in case you want to take some notes and different things as you listen, and you may want to go back and revisit. But you can take this information, and it can help you in your daily living, and it also can help you in your home place, in your workplace, can help your children. I mean, this is information that you can talk over with your child. These are skills and components that you can uh Teach your child and have them apply, and your youth, uh, teenagers, adolescents, college age, uh, just adults, just humans. That's why we call it the human condition, because all of us, all of us are humans, all right? No matter what, no matter the diversity, the similarities, we're all humans. So we're going to look at social, emotional learning, look at the component of self-awareness. And self-awareness is the having the ability to accurately recognize one's own emotions, one's own thoughts, and one's values. Can you actually look and recognize and are you aware of your own emotions, what ticks you off, what makes you go? Uh, are you aware of your own thoughts, your thinking process, are you aware of your, your values, those things that are important to you? And then once you recognize your own emotions, your thoughts, and your values, do you recognize how they influence your behavior? That's where we want to go. How those things influence your behavior. And then how do you go about accurately assessing your own strengths and your limitations? Let me give you an example. If I ask you right now to identify three strengths, you wouldn't have any trouble. One, two, three. If I ask you to identify a limitation on the area that you need to strengthen, you're going to be a little bit hesitant. One reason why we're hesitant in our human condition in identifying our areas to strengthen our, our limitations because we think people are going to use it against us. So we're going to kind of sift through it a little bit and go, I don't know if I want to reveal that one or not. Let me see if I can get one that may not cause me as much uh, harm during the feedback. 
All right, but we're going to sift it out. But you got to be able to own it and say, you know what? I do need to work on this area. This is an area that I would like to strengthen, and it's okay. All right, and you got to be able to accurately assess one's strengths and one's limitations, one's areas to strengthen. And then you want to be uh, well-grounded in your sense of confidence and your sense of optimism and want to develop what we call the growth mindset, the growth mindset. Want to be able to take things and be able to be flexible, to be able to grow, to be able to reframe. Won't have to be so just so stuck and so resistant to changing. So that's just some of the uh, part of self-awareness. Have a conversation with your children in your home. Have a conversation with yourself just about self-awareness. And I guarantee you, it'll do you some good. The next one is self-management. Another component of that social-emotional learning is self-management, which is the ability to successfully regulate one's emotions. And the key word here is to regulate. That self-management, can you regulate your emotions? That's why that self-awareness is so important. See how everything ties together? All right, you got to be able to recognize that you even need to regulate it, all right, your emotions. Can you regulate your thoughts, the way you're thinking about things? Can you regulate your behaviors in different situations? Have you ever just been in that situation? You say, I don't know why I did that. That's what happened. Not having that self-management, not having that ability to successfully regulate your emotions, your thoughts, and behaviors. And those led to some of those different situations. All right. You want to be where you can effectively manage stress because stress is real. And anybody that says they don't have stress, then they're not alive. You're going to have some stress. You got to be able to know how to regulate that, how to manage that stress, all right? how to control your impulses, and then how to motivate oneself. Where does your motivation come from? And we, we could get into uh, some people are motivated from the outside. They need outside things to motivate them. Some people have what we call just an inside motivation. They're just, they're just in them. They're motivated, they're motivated from the inside. They really don't need the outside to reassure them. I let them know they're on track. They just had a, their own motivation. All right? But you need to know how you motivate yourself. Let's take it. Let's take it to, to the home front. Let's say you have some children, grandchildren. And ask yourself now, how are they motivated? How is he or she motivated? We may not even have a clue. We may not even have an idea. That's why you need these as conversation starters. You need this information to help you improve your communication at home and your workplace with yourself and with others. The more you know about you, the better understanding you have about you, the more you can interact effectively with others. All right. So self-management and then having that ability to set and work toward goals. Got to be able to, to implement. I, I always say this, you don't, you don't want to just get head knowledge. You don't want to memorize something. Uh, just you know, read something just to have it. You hear it, even the podcast, and you just get it in your head, but you don't take it and put it to work. I want you to put it to work. 
implement ability to set and work toward goals. All right, so we're inside of the social emotional learning, the self-awareness, the self-management, and then there is the component of the social awareness. Oh, yeah, social awareness, which is the ability to take the perspective of and empathize with others. Can you take on another person's perspective? Can you see it from their point of view is what we're saying. All right. Also to empathize, sympathize, sympathy is just what it is. It's, it's offering some comfort. It's saying, I'm sorry. We, we had that down real good in our human condition. But when it comes to empathizing, are we willing to put ourselves in another person's shoes, even though we haven't been through that situation, but are we willing to listen? All right. Can we can we include can we include those from diverse backgrounds and different cultures? Are we willing to understand social and ethical norms for behavior and to recognize family, school, community, resources, supports? I'm just giving you some examples of what going what's going on in society that we all interact with on a daily basis. Family, school, community, resources, supports. There are support systems out there that some of us are not even aware of. They can really, really help us each and every day. So some social awareness, again, the ability to take the perspective of and empathize with others. The next one, relationship skills. Oh, yeah, relationship skills. You always hear people talking about, well, we need to build relationships. And what they're really saying is that we all want to be a mutual relationships. We all want to be a reciprocal relationship. We all want to be a relationship that go back and forth, that interact with one another. That, that's where we're going. And when, when we say that we want to build a relationship with our children, with our youth, that, that's what we're saying. We want to get that conversation going. We want to get where we can understand each other and not just assume and that we have it, or that they have it, but that we truly, truly understand and we are actually interacting. So relationship skills, which is the ability to establish and maintain healthy and rewarding relationships with diverse individuals and groups. Communicate clearly, listen well, cooperate with others, resist inappropriate social pressure, negotiate conflict constructively, and seek and offer help when needed. All of these are important in relationship skill building. But being able to listen is the key. Not, not to get to where we are mind reading. A person is talking and you already have an answer. You, you're really not listening. They're talking and you already have it already figured out what you are going to say. But you never really listened to what was being Say it. So you have to learn how to listen well, to listen effectively. All right? You have to learn how to take turns in a conversation. Uh, a conversation, not just you talking and taking over the conversation, or the other person talking and taking over the conversation, but listening to whether they're talking and then your time to talk. So listening is going on, talking is going on, but you're listening well. You're making the conversation effective. And, and that's where you want to get to. If you're not listening, then you're not going to be able to communicate 
clearly. You're not going to be able to cooperate with others. You're not going to be able to resist that inappropriate social pressure. You're just not going to be able to negotiate conflict, not constructively. And then you're not going to be able to effectively seek help when you need it. So take this and apply it to your daily living in your human condition, the relationship skills, that part of that social, emotional learning. And, and I can assure you, you can take any one of these right now and go home and have a real good conversation with the people in your household. You can go home, have a real good conversation with your children and help them to uh, be more productive and effective in their interacting with others as they go to school, they go to their workplace, they go to college and different things like that. The next one is the responsible decision-making. And we all have to make decisions and choices every single day. Responsible decision-making, which is the ability to make constructive choices about personal behavior and social interactions based on ethical standards. In other words, how... Am I going to conduct myself? How am I going to behave? How am I going to respond in a certain situation? Am I going to stick with the ethical norms, with the uh, social norms? Am I going to do something just totally out of the box? All right? But responsible decision-making. Get us some thought and what, that, what, is that, what does that look like? We have to teach our children, our youth, about responsible decision-making. We want to have some ethical standards. We want to look at the safety concern. We want to look at the social norms. We want to make a, a realistic evaluation of consequences of various actions. And then we want to be considerate. We want to have some consideration of the well-being of oneself and others. Can we have some consideration? That is what we're, what we're talking about. That's what we're looking at. And that's where we're going with this. So today on Old School Company, again, I'm Dr. Clark. And we just did like a little snapshot of social emotional learning, looking at the components. Self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, responsible decision making. You can take either one of these and take your journal. Just a composition book. You can buy your real fancy journal if you like, but a composition book will do just fine. If you don't want to put that much energy and effort into it, just get you some notebook paper and a folder where you can put your pages back in. But you can start your journal and just take self-awareness as your first prompt. It's okay. Self-awareness. What, is that? what does that mean to me? What is that looking like? Do I have the ability to recognize my own emotions and thoughts and values? And then you just start writing on it. Writing on it and reflecting on it and thinking about your own thinking and what that looks like. You can sit at home at the table with your, your children, your grandchildren, you, and just have an all-out discussion with it. Everybody can do a little journaling of their own, a little personal journal. If you would like to, I do have a book that you can go to Amazon. Just type in Dr. Charles H. Clark Jr. It is called The Human Condition. It is a workbook. 
and it has some prompts and different things in there for you to do. Uh, it is a book of conversation starters to help you with your self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, responsible decision-making, to help you in all those areas to grow you, to get into that growth mindset. But you can go on Amazon and just type in Dr. Charles H. Clark Jr., Human Condition, and it'll pop right up. There's another book on there as well. It's called Together, Everyone Achieves More, Team 33 and the Third, The Complete Process. It's a very, very good book. Uh, I'm an author along with Dr. Shaman Reeves. You'll see his name on there as well, but you can go there. And then I uh, want to give a little shout out right now to our sponsor, and that's Mr. Paul Reeves. Yes, Mr. Paul Reeves. And you can reach him. Go to WeProgressTogether.com. Just type it in your Google, your Bing, in the search engine, Internet Explorer. Just type in WeProgressTogether.com. And you'll see Mr. Paul Reeves pop up on the website along with myself and Dr. Shaman Reeves. And uh, you'll see the background on uh, Mr. Paul Reeves. And he's off into anything that's has to do with financial well-being. He is the person to go to and everything you need to know about Mr. Paul Reeves will be right there. But he is our sponsor and he has a newsletter called the Bluebird Newsletter and it's about health, wealth, and happiness. And I'm going to share some of that with you since he is our sponsor and this is our show and I can't do it any kind of way that I like. And like I said, we do improv here and we just go for what we know. And it reads, and I'm going to give you some of it, not all of it. Let you go to weprogressed.com, weprogressedtogether.com. See Mr. Paul Reeves right there, get his contact information, email, phone number, and all those beautiful things. And he'll be more than glad to email you this newsletter. But I do want to share some of this newsletter with you right now. Health, wealth, and happiness. Those of us who really value living and enjoying a happy life, a healthy life, and to our level of acceptance of life without very much financial strain, we know that we didn't get here just by following the crowd. We had to carve out our own path and do the best we could do with what we knew. For some of us, that wasn't very much, but it was all we knew at that time. Our path led us down the road of many uncertainty required from us both sacrifice and struggle. But from the many sacrifices and struggles we endured along the way, we acquired the knowledge and experience of what it took for us to successfully complete the journey. Had we known about some of the obstacles that we would face and some of the sacrifices we would have to make, we probably could have arrived at our current destination in life a lot sooner and without the many wounds and scars that bear witness to our struggle. The purpose of this newsletter is to try to help as many people as possible avoid some of the many obstacles and setbacks they will surely encounter on their journey to a healthier, wealthier, and happier life. And to help them avoid some, uh -uh, some of the many landmines that are hidden from view but are, very, but are so ever-present along the route that must be traveled. But well, this is just touching right here. I'm telling you, hopefully by sharing my knowledge, my experience, my expertise, and the knowledge 
experiences, and the expertise of others who have traveled this path. It will help others complete their journey sooner and without the many bruises and scars we had to endure. I'm telling you, I'm going to stop right there because it's it's a touching newsletter. It gets you to reflect. It gets you to think. And when you read this newsletter for yourself, it's the kind of it's the kind of letter that you want to post up in your house or you just want to keep where you can go back and revisit. It's not one of those things where you're going to read it one time and then I, you know, click and you download it and put it back in your documents or something. No, 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 no. You're going to want to print this out and revisit this because this is making me think right now while I'm reading through it, just improv. All right. So have a great, great rest of the day, rest of the week. Enjoy the rest of your life. Every Wednesday, you can tune in to the old school company. Sometimes we'll be a little longer, but we'll never be shorter. It's another beautiful day. And as always, life is good. You just have to have something to compare it to. Have a great day.